Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Wonderful win. Play like hot garbage, you know. I'm trying to figure this out. Sick of it. I really am. I'm, I'm sick of uh, us coming out here and putting forth the effort we put forth in the first half. We've, we've flipped practices. We've, we've had really uh, diligent meetings, and we're trying to figure this out. And I expect to win in a better fashion than that. I'm, I'm sick of these consistent holes that we're displaying and the penalties and the things that we're doing, we're so much better. I apologize for my anger today, but I don't accept mediocrity. Maybe you do, maybe you can live with it, maybe you sleep with it, maybe you lie with it, maybe you're comfortable with it, but I'm not. He's mad. Yeah. He's upset with the way this looks. He's upset with the way it's going. He's upset with hit after hit after hit. You think he's happy being the most psyched guy? In the during uh, in college football, and he's still doing what he's capable of doing. Is is he's sick of it? Oh yeah, Mike Hill. What's yeah. up, man? First of all, good to see. You. Let me let just say it's good to see. You. What's going on? My brother Michael Holly is always great seeing you, man. A pleasure being on the show with you as always. I'm hanging out in D.C. today, not my home. So uh, the mm. Wizards in the National jerseys, not mine. I'm on somebody else's home turf. So I didn't change allegiance, even though my teams are terrible right now, right. and maybe I should. Okay, <laughs> you got national, you got nationals, you got wizards back there. A uh, 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 wizards, Bradley Beal is that a Bradley Beal former wizard? No, uh, Bradley Beal. I was talking. About, uh, the, that's a number five jersey. I got to look back. So my my guy, he's a, a huge uh, news anchor here in, in the D.C. area named Wisdom Martin. And so he's got, yeah. he worked at Channel 5. So that was the number five for him. He's probably got a okay, custom made jersey five. back there. So I'm down here in okay. his mansion in his man cave down here. So yeah, so that's it. What's going on with you, man? How you been? I love How it. are you? Hey, hey, I, hey, listen, I'm doing great. And listen, I don't have it like your man in D.C. where, you know, you got the wisdom. <laughs> uh, I mean, you got, the, you got the mansion for wisdom. He could just kind of <laughs> uh, send you to the basement, allow you. It ain't a basement. It's a lower level. This is so, a lower level. I, it's five bedrooms a, down here, bro. Yeah, yeah. my man is coming. You up. know what? You know what? He hasn't. He has not. As Deion Sanders said, he has not accepted mediocrity with that Mm-mm. setup. I mean, he is he is living excellently. And you know, last time we were on, Mike, we talked about Dion, and it was more of, hey, the celebrities are there. He's got the atmosphere, and we were talking about the clock management. Remember, we were talking about clock management mm-hmm. for Dion. Uh, 
Yep. And so now that's clock management and a loss. And we're trying to raise the stakes. Hey, what, what kind of questions is he going to get? Well, Dion beat us to it. Before people were going to start saying, hey, good job. You won another game. You won. You, that was your fourth win. And you only won one last year. Dion's taking it to another level. What do you see and what do you hear from Dion? And I know you got some takes on Shador too. What do you uh, what do you see and hear from them? Here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a coach that is a winner. I'm seeing a coach that has won his entire life when he was in college, when he was in the NFL, two-time Super Bowl winner. I saw a coach that won on the HBCU level taking Jackson State, which, by the way, is Wisdom's uh, alma mater, uh, Jackson State, uh, to the, uh, the the championship game two years in a row. And he had these expectations for Colorado coming in. We thought maybe, okay, four or five wins, maybe a bowl game is going to be good enough. A lot of the other people out there, especially Vegas, said three, three and a half wins this season coming off of an 11-loss season last year, a one-win team. Deion Sanders told us a long time ago that we believe. We didn't believe it, but he believes, and that's yeah. all that matters. And since he wants his team to take on his whole identity, they got to play better. Like in the early stages of that Arizona State game, they did not play like a team that was – you know, coming off of two back-to-back losses and played well against USC in that second half. So even though uh, we said, okay, four wins this season or whatever, and they came back and they, and they won that game, he expects more. And that's what you want out of Colorado. If you see Deion Sanders, you know Prime. You know, what, what do you see out of him? What do you see out of him as far as, like, not just this season but beyond, Mike? You know what, Mike? Here's the thing about Dion, and this shouldn't be surprising because I'm going to talk about this a little bit later about the – what's on the surface and what really the substance is all about. So on the surface, people see all the things they see about Deion Sanders and, you know, the confidence, the swagger, the sunglasses. He just, mm-hmm. he just moves a different way. And what I keep saying is he knows what he's doing. Yes. Deion Sanders can coach. Deion yes. Sanders can run a program. Deion Sanders can lead. And I think, uh, because of who he was as a player and who he and who he is as a coach, we kind of missed that. And I think, look, look, people missed that when he was a player. If you look back at it, he mm-hmm. was a really smart player on top yes. of everything else. Yeah, he was a showman, but he was a smart player. He understood what he was doing. I love these stories. You ever hear that story when he was with the Cowboys and, uh, you know, Jimmy Johnson's and team meetings and he said, hey, we're going to run this coverage. We're going to do this. And uh, Dion puts his feet up and says, Coach, I'll take him. Okay, yes. like, I, I hear what you're saying. I got him. Don't worry about mm-hmm. anything else. I hear what you're saying about coverages. I got him. I'm going to take him out. So continue. Whatever else you want to do around the field, you got it. I understand what we're doing, but I got him. Let me handle that business. Just understands what My. teams are trying to do. He's, he's perfect for coaching, really. You, you make a really good point beyond the bravado, beyond the glitz, the glamour, beyond all the hype he gives to himself, which he deserves to because he's earned that. He's proven on the field and off the field as a professional, uh, uh, as a coach uh, on the college level. He's a professional coach on the college level. He is one of substance, man. And he is not just about, okay, see me do this and all that type of stuff and talk all this smack and saying uh, what I'm going to do and how I'm going to accomplish it, whatever. He backs it up. And I'm always the type of person, I don't know how you feel about this. If you walk it, you can talk it. That's all I say. If you walk it, you can talk it. If you talking and you ain't walking it, man, I don't want to hear it anymore. You're just setting yourself up, which kind of brings me to this because who's who, 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 who has his DNA on that team? There are two players that has his DNA on that team. 
And I'm talking about Shallow Sanders, who's coming become a really good safety in college football, and, of course, Shador Sanders, who deserves all the hype that he got. You know what I'm sick of, Mike? And I'm, I want to ask you how you feel about this, is that I am sick of grown men, uh, media members, fans, getting upset at a kid who's a young man, but he's still a kid, being into himself and celebrating his victories. You know, the Shador Sanders, you know, victory, yeah. you know, when he when he does that with the watch or whatever. First of all, the man can buy his own watch. The man is making like $5 million in NIL. I heard somebody say, well, he shouldn't be showing off a watch. His daddy got him. His daddy didn't get him that. Prime ain't, Prime ain't spending that kind of money. Prime ain't spending that money. Believe that. Prime made money, but Prime is, you know, notoriously kind of frugal with his money. Don't get me wrong. He will take care of his kids. Yeah. But that there money, right Shador Sanders, that's the Shador Sanders. So he got so much flag. There was uh, Danny Connell who played at Florida State, and uh, he was a Giants uh, quarterback for a little while in the NFL as well, came out mm-hmm. and said, sure, you can do that, and you can brag when you're doing that to a 1-5 football team. Well, first of all, that 1-5 football team, that fan base was coming out saying he was overrated so after the game he came out and showed him no i'm not overrated we just whooped your tail we just won on the football field and if you're one in five you shouldn't say a damn thing anyway right, right, right. shut up <laughs> hey hey and look look mike one in five football team. you're doing that against a one in five football team how soon we forget how mm-hmm. soon we forget that colorado just won a game like Colorado was in that position just last year. Colorado has been down for a long time. So whether you're doing that against a one and five team, a, a, a three and three team, the fact that we're talking about Colorado football still, it's October and we're it talking is. about Colorado football and Shador and the excitement level and what's happened, what's coming next when they take on Stanford. I think we had a headline there. Uh, if you guys you can run that back a little bit. We had a headline about Arizona, uh, Arizona State, excuse me, and mm-hmm. how the crowd was there. The crowd was there. They, they were sold out, and they think Dion is good for college football. A lot of people said this, and I know Dion talks about the haters, and yeah, sure, there's some haters there, but here it is. Uh, President AD says he's a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have we've had record ratings for Deion yep. Sanders. We've mm-hmm. had Colorado in Boulder, Colorado, Boulder, looking Colorado. like an HB, looking like an HBCU. Yeah, we've got celebrities. We got fans. It travels too. It's it's the attention is there for in Colorado. The attention is gonna is is there in Arizona. Is gonna be there. Wherever Dion goes, and you know what this is, like a lot of people really get into in our, in our politicized times and our partisan times, Mike. A lot of people get into descriptions and caricatures, and they don't really they they there are certain buzzwords that they hear mm-hmm. and they don't really think about what it means. You know what Dion Sanders is proving? Dion What's Sanders that? is proving that diversity, equity, and inclusion can be a good thing for your business. <laughs> Because that's yes. what it is. That's it. He yes. is what. That's exactly. He doesn't look at. This is what it means when when people mm-hmm. say, "Hey, diversity." It doesn't mm-hmm. mean Th- getting somebody who looks different than you, but ultimately does the same thing that you do. No, sometimes it means bringing somebody into your business who does not fit the mold, who doesn't mm-hmm. sound like y'all, who doesn't do things the same way you do it, but is good for the operation. 
Deion Sanders, nobody looks like him. Very few people look like him. We know that in college football. Right, right, right. right. But even the people who look like him, even Mm -hmm. the people who look like him in college football don't move like him. So this is what happens. It's swagger and swagger and and everybody loves it. No, no. Name another college coach that has that. I mean, Nick Saban's a great college football coach, maybe the greatest college football coach of all time. We respect him. We know he doesn't have that. He does. When I told you when I came on the show a couple of weeks ago that when God made Deion Sanders, he broke the mold. There was a one-time mold. There was no other person like Deion Sanders that God made. Deion Sanders is a one-of-a-kind entity. People follow him, and not just old heads like us who remember him when he played with the Falcons and the Cowboys and the 49ers. We're talking about the young generation still they, they kind of still uh, 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 relate to him. They understand him. They follow him. They like that swagger. He's the one that can go out there wearing the chains. He's the one that can say, after my kicker kicks a field goal to win the game or whatever, go out there and do your dance. That is a breath of fresh air for these college kids yeah. who are a g- different generation than our generation. So if you don't like it and you're on the other team, stop it. But it is good for college football right now it is good for college athletics we're talking about it and it's good that we're talking about it because we're talking about Colorado like you mentioned a 1 and 11 team we're talking about a team that was that's in Boulder Colorado that nobody knew their mascot for the most part if you weren't a college football (laughs) fan before this season but we're talking about the Colorado Buffaloes who's must see TVs Uh, the ratings are up the merchandise is up they're already talking about giving this man a prestigious bowl game if he gets to six wins this season which we'll talk about in just a second but he is great for college basketball much like Tiger Woods was a breath of fresh air for golf. Not everybody liked Tiger when he first came in the other golfers because all the attention with the Tiger. But guess what happened? It helped the sport. And Deion Sanders, as good as college football has been for so many years, Deion Sanders is helping the sport of college football. Accept it, embrace it, and love it. Colorado for the culture said no one Mm -hmm. ever before no one. <laughs> before this year for the skin culture like, <laughs> that's right I mean, come on yeah hey you Bro. said you said mike right you want you want something you want to say something else about colorado no, no, I, 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 I know where you're about to go i know where you're about to go you're talking about the culture but real quick ucla they got stanford this friday ucla oregon state arizona wazoo and utah they need two wins and those two wins stanford is a must-win game and the Arizona game is a must-win game because the other four is going to be really hard to get. So they got to get six. He said, you said he needs two. You know, Dion's thinking, only two? Only uh, two? See, I think we can do see. better than that. And yep, I'm yep. looking forward to it. I, I really, I'm looking forward to watching Colorado the rest of the year. And it, his, his was so crazy before we move on. Mm-hmm. When Colorado plays in a bowl, it's going to be a bowl game. If they only get six, they'll go to a bowl, uh, it'll be a bowl that we never even paid attention to before that nobody right. was watching and that bowl is going to have record ratings. I, I, there may be a fight. This could be a fight for a six win team. Uh, come to us. We want to please, please accept this invitation. So you, you, you heard the news that might be out there. And I mean, Skip Bayless was supporting that the Peach Bowl, which is a prestigious bowl, uh, one of those bowls that if you are a top 10 team, they usually invite a top 10 team to come there and they want Colorado from what the reporting is saying if they're a six-win team because they know what the ratings are going to do. That, that, is, right. that is the type of impact that that's he's wild. having, man. Oh, that's wild. Oh, man. I mean, all, these, all these college balls would love to have an entanglement. 
with uh, primetime in Colorado. Oh, see, that's why like, Mike, I, I'm going to step back. See. I'm going to step back. Because look, man, like <laughs> Mike Hill, okay, just tell everybody. I, I just want you to brag a little bit on the resume. When's the first time you start hosting a TV show? Like, what? Yeah, give us the details. What What year was it? You start hosting uh, a show. Been just, folks, I'm, I've, been, I've been in the business about 28, 29 years, so I know how to make these little transitions see, like, listen, here. Y'all, don't try this at home. <laughs> don't try this at home. Don't try this at home. Mike Hill just went from Colorado to an entanglement reference. And if you mm. know that word, you think of Jada and Will and ooh. First of all, let's just play mm. the sound. Let's play the sound. Don't. Jada with a bombshell today. Bombshell. And then we'll come back and talk about it. Here's Jada Pinkett earlier today. There are so many surprising things in the book, but the thing that surprised me the most that I actually had to reread it because right. I said, is this true? Right. Was that in 2016, you and Will decided that you were going to live completely separate lives. Yes. It was not a divorce on paper, right. but it was a divorce. divorce. So from the year 2016, which is seven years ago now, <laughs> yes. y'all have been apart. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What? Mike, what? Mm. <laughs> when mm. Jada Pinkett Smith <gasps> and Will Smith have been separated for seven years, for seven years, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. they planned it. Like, they, they just don't want to call it a divorce, but they've been living separate lives for seven years. So, like, mm-hmm. my mind is racing. This is like a member of the family, like members of the family. What? Ooh. Y'all came to Thanksgiving yeah. together. I thought y'all yeah. was together. And then this, yeah. then they go to this. Wait a minute. You know, a man says, keep my wife's name out your mouth. So she's still your wife? But y'all still your wife? Still have that love? Let me, let me, let me, when, oh. so when I heard this, let me say it's not, it's not really that uncommon for some people to not get a divorce because some people don't believe in divorce. I'm going to share something right. with you I've never shared on air anywhere. I've never told anybody. Okay. So, you know, what's crazy is yesterday would have been my third year wedding anniversary to the lady I was just married to, Cynthia Bailey, on the Real Housewives of Atlanta, right? So we announced mm-hmm. our divorce this time last year. We were separated since the end of April of last year, but no one knew. So we were living completely different lives, and no one, absolutely no one knew about it. We were still posting for each other and all that. The love was still there, still trying to work on things, still trying to, you know, bring things back together. But at the same time, we just knew at, you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't going to work out. So that's why we announced that we was going to have a divorce. So when I heard that, I'm like, okay, well, I can get it because they're entertainers. They're in his family. Like you said, they're America's family. They're black America's family. They're like our brother and the sister or whatnot. We don't need to hear all the details of their marriage or whatever. And yes, Will still rides with his wife. Absolutely. So that didn't surprise me. What surprised me, and and I'm gonna get your take on that in a second, but what surprised me was the other bombshell that she made. Oh yeah. And it was about- I'm not surprised by that. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, take so, it, so, take it. So, 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 I'm not so surprised everybody that. knows the slap heard around the world with Will Smith. And yeah. we was wondering where that animosity came from. And it's deep down inside that even if you are going through something with your girl and somebody steps to your girl while you going through something with somebody, it's almost like they smell blood in the water and you're going to try and come to my backyard and to my house and sneak in my back door while I'm at the front. No, that's not happening. So according to Jada, 
Chris Rock stepped to her amidst their divorce and said he wanted to take her out. And Jada was like, uh, what, what do you mean by that? So obviously, Will heard about this from Jada and maybe he was holding this inside. And, you know, especially if it's somebody that you know, you know, entertainment industry, yeah. you know somebody, whatever. It's almost like, man, you are cool, Mike. I've been you know, knowing you for a long period of time. We don't hang out as much or whatever. But if I was going through my divorce at that time, and then you heard about that we're having some issues, and then you stepped to, I know you're married, but if you stepped to my wife at the time, I'm like, I like it, don't keep, keep going, I like, keep that, going, that, keep that, going, I like a, it. That's, that's, that's very disrespectful. That's all I'm gonna say. You wait until that's over, and then you move on, especially if that's somebody that you know that you're familiar with or whatnot. How do you feel about that, Mike? Well, okay, now that puts a whole different spin on it, doesn't it? Because like, mm-hmm. what, what Jada says, hey, Listen, he called me up. Chris Rock called me up and said, hey, you know, what's up? Pretty much. I'd love to take you out. He said, well, I, I thought, but I, I thought y'all were, I thought y'all were going through something, even if you're going through something. And she said to him, Chris, those are just rumors. But those yeah. are still rumors. Let's say the rumors are true. The rumors mm. are true. It's still like, man, we, it's too soon. Too soon. <laughs> even if the too rumors soon. are true, it's too soon. It is Man, let close. the body but, let the body but, get cold. <laughs> but listen, I, I'm gonna tell you this though. Right, Mike, let, mm. let's be honest here. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a lot more of those phone calls for Jada Pinkett Smith. Now that she has revealed this, there are gonna yeah. be a lot more phone calls, not just from Chris Rock, but from others. Uh she is uh she's a stunning woman. And mm-hmm. and people and that's the way it goes. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you, they're coming for Will, Will too, though. They're coming for Will too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she just opened the floodgates. Hey. Yeah, she did, you don't think there's a couple them, right? of sisters out there? I'm like, oh, Will, baby. Oh, they, oh wait, wait a minute. I can okay. Go now, yeah, it goes both okay, ways. It's now. clear. <laughs> but hey, look, Mike, I understand what you're saying. I'm glad you shared. Uh, see, this is family. Like we we share things mm, from, from another. It's just we just right. that kind of show. Um, mm-hmm. And I understand what you're saying that you know there are people who are separated and we don't know about it for maybe a year, two years, mm-hmm. five years, seven years. So seven, seven years, and that's, that's it's it's quite. They've always been unusual. They've always been an unusual couple. There've been lots of rumors about them over the years. Right. Most people, if they're doing that, they don't keep that going for so long and appearing together and talking as if they are a married couple. I mean, I remember seeing something with them on, uh, I saw on Instagram from like 2020, 2021. They're on vacation together. Mm-hmm. Y'all still vacation well, they, together? They're still, they're what? still putting on that. It's not a front in a sense. I think the love, and I, I, obviously I'm not in the household with them, but I think the love is yeah. still there. I think because of the kids, because of the, you know, look, they, yeah. they, they, they just have this bond. You know, it's a love that we can't explain because it's so deep yeah, for them it's a bond. that That's a good they feel word. like that till till death do us part, not our issues, but until death do us part, we're going to stay together and we'll stay, we'll live separate lives. You do you over here. Don't be disrespectful. And I'll be myself over here. Don't be disrespect, disrespectful. Obviously, if it wasn't for the whole, uh, I'll see thing, we wouldn't have known about any other people involved, the entanglements. If it wasn't for the book coming out, we wouldn't have known Chris Rock, Step tour, and if it wasn't for the slap 
probably we wouldn't be talking about this right now, but it's obviously good, and the book sale is it's going to sell out. I'll tell you that much. Now, hey, hey, listen, I was just going to ask you. I was going to ask you, yeah, Mike. Yeah. You go get a. Co- I'm going to get a copy. I'm going to get a copy. I'm going to read a couple of the excerpts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your excerpts. I got. I, I, I got to go all person. in now. Yeah, I oh, some some of it might not be too interesting. I you know like I, I'm pretty sure we'll hear we we'll, we will hear the the vivid details of the things we need. It's going to be on the shade room. It's going to be on TMZ. She's going to be doing her interviews. So we're going to hear the bulk of what we need to hear from Jada Pinkett Smith and whatnot. So I, I wish them well though, man. Like I said, I've been through a public yeah. divorce. I've been through public separation, and it's not easy at all. Uh, but what I just shared with you guys, I just had to share because if I'm going to talk about somebody else's situation, I got to be very transparent about mine. Love it. Love it, Mike. Well, there it is. Uh, the, the, uh, the big news of the day. I was, I thought we'd come <laughs> on and, and talk about sports all day. And I saw this. I said, wait a minute. Oh, no, but you never, you never answered the question though. Which, 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 step? If you were single, which you step to her? If Will, like you and yes. Will were kind of casual. You, <laughs> be honest. Yes, yes. Yeah. Man, yeah. forget the man yes. code. Forget the man yes. code. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Will, you on. understand. Your wife fine, bro. Your wife fine. <laughs> hey, Will. Because, because we'd say, look, Will, look, I, I know you still have a lot of love. You have a lot of love for her. And you need somebody who's got love for both of y'all. And that's me. I got love for both well, of y'all. Well, what kind yeah. of entanglement are you so- talking about? Hey, hey, I, you know, I was like, no, 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 you done twisted, no, Mike kill you, <laughs> you done twisted this one. Hey, if that's the way it is, that's cool, I'm cool with it, bro. <laughs> you twisted this all love. around. Love is love, baby. <laughs> Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I won't let my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis symptoms define me. Emerge as you. In two clinical studies, Trimphia guselcumab, taken by injection, provided 90% clear skin at 16 weeks in 7 out of 10 adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. In a study, nearly 7 out of 10 patients with 90% clear skin at 16 weeks were still clearer at 5 years. At 1 year and thereafter, patients and healthcare providers knew that Trimphia was being used. This may have increased results. Results may vary. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Trimphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at Tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. <laughs> he's got a very consistent approach that he's always taken. And, you know, it's, it's the right approach. It's try to prepare the players 
give them the best opportunity to succeed. You know, you get out there in the field. In the end, you know, the coaches, once the play's called in, the player, you know, the player's got to go do it. And it's, it's, it takes great coaching staff to win. It takes great players to win. It takes great front office support to win. It's an organizational win. It's an organizational loss. And again, I think people are always, and I've always, you know, to subscribe a win or a loss to one player. And they did that for me a lot with winning. And I always said, it's not about me. It's about us. You know, it's, it's, and, and when you lose, you know, it, as a leader, when you lose, you, you, you take, you take the blame and you give the credit when you win, you know, but at the end of the day, it's, it's a team sport. Uh, as Tom Brady uh, talking about the Patriots, his time with the Patriots and Bill Belichick. Right now, the Patriots counter Rodgers are one and four, about to take mm-hmm. on the Raiders, coached by Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick's mentee, Bill Belichick's disciple. And so, if they don't win this game, ooh, they got Miami and Buffalo after that. It could really get ugly for the Patriots. So, look, uh, Connor and, and uh, Mike. I need, I need y'all to talk about this. I'm so close to it. I'm so close to mm. Brady Belichick. I need an outside perspective. I need an outside perspective. And Mike, you, you, you started to provide one for me because I looked at your feed <laughs> item and you wrote, I'm just a bill. Yes, a I'm bill. only a bill. And I'm sitting <laughs> and I'm here sitting on Capitol Hill. Hill. Uh, see, what, see what, Connor, what you don't know. You don't know about that, Connor. That's yeah, like old too, too school. That's, <laughs> you're too young. Wrong, you, baby. You don't get the reference. Connor Connor didn't even wake up watching Saturday morning cartoons. (laughs) That's 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 from the schoolhouse rock. That's from the schoolhouse rock days. Anyway, we watched too much TV when we were kids. That's right. That's the the good question, though. Everybody's talking about it right now. Is Bill Belichick, I mean, as hard as it is to believe, some people are saying maybe it's time for him to go. And I am not of that 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 ilk because I think he's such a legend that it should be on his own terms or whatever. I didn't like it when Dallas Cowboys fired Tom Landry, uh, and I'll, I will never forgive Jerry Jones for something like that. But I believe Bill Belichick, without Tom Brady, like I just mentioned in my feed, he is just a Bill. We used to ask the question, and, and Connor, you remember this a couple of years ago, who needs who more? Does Bill Belichick yeah. need Tom Brady more, or does Tom Brady need Bill Belichick more? Well, I think we ain't asking that question anymore because it's proven that Tom Brady could go to Tampa, win with that team, take him to the Super Bowl, and and do wonderful things. What has Bill Belichick done without Tom Brady in his span of, uh, of of coaching the Patriots? That's exactly it. It's quarterbacks run this league, right? If you got a really good one, you got a shot always, and that was always the case with New England's dynasty. And Bill gets a lot of credit for a lot of great things he did. The defense was well coached. It felt like they were on a totally different place in terms of talent. Uh, the talent on paper has completely fallen off over the years. No coincidence it's happened as Tom has been gone as well. Tom's a guy that can elevate that talent. I mean, the thing with New England was always that Tom would elevate that offense and Bill would elevate the defense and the special teams and the overall preparation and discipline of the team. But once you take out the greatest quarterback of all time, everything looks a lot different right now. And it's also that his you know, heir to the throne, right, is not a Tom Brady that'll go out and win you any given game. Mac Jones is a Mm. guy that needs everybody around him to kind of get them to those wins, where Mac's not going to elevate, let's call it a really underwhelming group of wide receivers, an offensive Mm. line that's lost a step and lost a lot of pieces as well and has dealt with a lot of injuries. And then a backfield where Ramondre Stevenson doesn't look like himself. Ezekiel Elliott is past his prime as well. So you have a guy that 
is not somebody that's going to drive the play like a lot of the top quarterbacks in the league, and that's how we've gotten to this disaster, unfortunately. You know what, though, fellas? I think, uh, and Brady, obviously. Brady, not only the greatest quarterback of all time, greatest player of all time, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the absence of Brady has kind of overshadowed something that you just referenced, Connor, and that is the absence of pit, of hits, of, of draft yep. hits yep. and free agent hits. And so when, when Tom Brady, they had Tom Brady, they also, in that same time, they had veterans like Teddy Bruschi and Mike Vrabel and Ty Law. They had draft picks like Richard Seymour and uh, Vince Wilfork. I mean, just like really, like whether they are Patriots Hall of Fame players, Devin McCourty, or pro football Hall of Fame players, all these guys are coming in. Julian Edelman, seventh round pick. They weren't mm-hmm. even sure where to play him. They turned him into a really good wide receiver. So Brady not there. That was going to happen eventually. But I think the big issue, Mike and Connor, the bigger, even bigger issue right now, because, hey, look, Brady's been go- Brady's gone. So you got to deal with mm-hmm. it. Bigger issue is they don't have their talent level, I think, is <clears throat> bottom five in football yeah, across so. the board. And that's Very something so. that that ain't Tom Brady. That's on you. You got to evaluate better. So who who makes those decisions? Yeah, I'm saying that it's a look. It's it's yeah. start, it goes so, back and, 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 and everyone. And, but Tom and, and Brady wasn't making him. But Tom Every, Brady wasn't responsible about. for those picks when he when he so was good. It wasn't like day, when hey, he I was good, well because of Brady. He was evaluating the defense back in the day, right? So he was all of all of all of uh, his career. He's been a great defensive mastermind, right? And like you said, he doesn't have those players anymore uh, to go along with a solid greatest quarterback of all time in a Tom Brady. And now that Tom Brady's gone, you need somebody to pick up that role. Mac Jones is not that guy. Um, so when he doesn't develop the defense the way he used to, and he doesn't have that superstar to carry the offense and carry the entire team, then all of a sudden Bill Belichick gets exposed. Maybe he's past his prime. Maybe he's not uh, uh, looking at the way the, the game of football is played today. I mean, it, they take, it takes adjustment. I think really good coaches have to adjust to the way the game is played today. You can't have those big bulking linebackers like you used to have anymore because they can't cover out, uh, running backs out of the backfield. They can't cover guys like George Kittle uh, or, 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 or uh, uh, Pat, you know, Patrick Mahomes' favorite weapon. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, um, well, how am Tra- I forgetting? Kelsey, Tra- Travis Kelsey. Travis you, you Kelsey. Can't, you, yeah, I'm, Miss, I'm, I'm, I was thinking Taylor about Taylor Swift. I, was going, I, I want to say Taylor Swift's man. They can't cover those kind of tight ends. So the, the the type of players that he had back in the day, he had to he has to reevaluate and draft or bring in free agents that will fit the mold of what defenses need to be today to stop today's offenses. And he's not doing I- that. Yeah, absolutely. And on top of that, you know, really to piggyback off the point, you just look at how much this league has kind of geared towards flat out speed on offense. And yeah, that seems really, really simple. But look at all the spacing that Miami creates and San Francisco and a lot of these top offenses. And then you look at New England and you stare at their offense and you go, who am I supposed to fear with the ball in their hands right now? Who are we supposed to dedicate more coverage to and more help to and really keep our defensive coordinator up at night? Because even when they didn't have those guys in New England, and there was plenty of times they did. I mean, they brought in Randy Moss and got him back to being prime Randy. You talked about Mm -hmm. what Edelman developed into Gronkowski, one of the greatest tight ends of all time. But there was also years where they did have a drop-off in skill talent, but the offense was so precise with rhythm and timing that they could still function. They could still develop the run game. They could still run off of play action and precision and timing with Brady. 
They haven't been able to do that with Mac Jones. Mac Jones does not operate. Nobody does. But Mac Jones especially is not going to operate on that kind of rhythm that if you're, you're not really good at anything, right? You don't have an explosive offense, but you don't have an offense built on timing and pass protection in the run game. And that's why when all when you hear all that, you go, maybe at least the personnel side and some of the tactics side Absolutely. is starting to catch up to Bill at this point. Absolutely. Which brings me to another point, if, if you don't mind. Dak Prescott, when you look at what Dak Prescott is doing in Dallas, a lot of expectations on Dallas because obviously he's the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. There's always expectations on him. Dak Prescott is not a Tom Brady. Dak Prescott is not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not an elite-level quarterback. Dak Prescott is on the verge of could be great, but he's more good. And if you look at it, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, in my opinion, elite quarterbacks. They can take a team and put them on their back and make great players elite and make good players great. Uh, good, great players like Josh Allen, I got uh, Tua right now, Brock Purdy, Jalen Hurst, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert. They're great quarterbacks who can actually, on the verge of being elite, that can make a team solid and bring them to the next level and possibly go to the Super Bowl. Everybody else is good or mediocre. And Dak Prescott is one of those guys. So you only have about eight quarterbacks in the league who can take a team and take a, make a right. team even better. Dak's not that guy. He's not a Tom Brady. So when all the issues with Dak Prescott and it's always his fault and he's throwing interceptions, it's not all on Dak. You got to have great players around him. You got to have a great system. You got to have great coaching staff around him to make him better. And But he could be a solid enough quarterback to take you to a Super Bowl and if everything else is right. I love the point, Mike and, and Connor. I guess the point is uh, when you don't have one of those seven or eight guys, you got to work even harder to build yep. A functional organization. You got to be innovative. You got to have some foresight because if one thing goes wrong, okay, mm -hmm. the whole operation could crumble. Whereas you got Patrick Mahomes, you can have two, three things go wrong and you still on your game. Sounds like we're talking about, see, we should have been having this conversation last year about the New York Giants, but they surprised <sighs> us. They, they, they built out of order. They, they, they teased us out of order. So mm -hmm. last year they were supposed to be this. The 2022 Giants were supposed to be the 23 Giants. And the 23 Giants were supposed to be somebody, a team that built on a 5 and 12, you know, mm -hmm. 4 and 13, 2022. Now, out of order. Uh, let's talk about the Giants. Let's hear from the Giants, and then we can have a discussion about it. Okay. Do you have an update on Daniel Jones's neck, his condition at this time? Yeah, I, he's. I'd say we're optimistic. He's feeling better today. So I think he's moving in the right direction. Um, we'll see where he is, obviously, when he comes back on Wednesday, but um, doesn't feel terrible today. That's optimistic about this week, you mean, or yeah. just about his? Yeah, about this week. Term? Yep. What is the, the hardest part about like making it through this injury and being able to play? Um, I think the biggest thing is just, just dealing with the contact. I think, um, you know, getting hit in a certain way uh, exposes you. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing. So it's not necessarily, uh, you know, what, what would prevent me from doing anything, you know, throwing or, or doing what I need to do. But just, um, you know, taking a, hit, a similar hit uh, could, could uh, affect it. Well, uh, Connor and Mike uh, taking a hit behind the Giants offensive line. Your thoughts, <laughs> Connor, first, and then Mike. Go ahead. You got it. 
Right. I mean, listen, this is an offensive line that they've tried to rebuild since Joe Shane has gotten there, and it's really been miss after miss, whether it's a free agent addition, whether it's a high, uh, you know, octane selection like Evan Neal that was drafted, mm. you know, to be a franchise tackle. I mean, right now, Evan Neal is giving up a pressure 12% of the time. That is, to put that in perspective, that's an alarming rate for an offensive lineman. I mean, you're talking about maybe triple of what a starter should be doing, especially a guy that there were high expectations for. And to piggyback off of the offensive line's problems, Daniel Jones is a guy that holds onto the ball forever. And he's a good Mm -hmm. athlete. He can run, but teams have caught on to that. It's not sneaking up on them anymore. They are playing. They are containing the edges. They are taking away the run from him, the run from this offense and saying, hey, we're going to keep you in the pocket. You better beat us with your arm. And outside of Darren Waller, this goes back to the conversation we just had about the Patriots. What really scares you through the air with the Giants? So I I know it's and when Saquon gets hurt, who was their leading target share, you know, not just out of running backs, out of the entire team. Mm -hmm. He led the team in target share last year when he gets hurt. They don't know how to pivot. There's no audible for the Giants offense, which makes Mm -hmm. you wonder, how did they come to the conclusion to extend Daniel Jones and franchise tag Saquon Barkley. That's what makes the whole mm. thing really bizarre. So now they're tied into multi years of Daniel Jones money and Giants fans say, well, it's just next year. It's a lot of money to be tied into and you have no long term guarantees with Saquon Barkley. And after that, what does this offense look like, guys? Kind of preach. Preach. You just, <laughs> ooh, I'm a look, don't let the, the jerseys behind you. I'm, I'm at a friend's house. I'm a Giants fan. This hurts me. I'm serious, man. I Every Sunday I get up or whenever they're on prime time and I am embarrassed to look at this football team. This is the worst football team in a National Football League. They may not have the worst record. They may not be the Chicago Bears, but there were expectations for the Giants. They should have lost to the Arizona Cardinals. They are an embarrassment to the game of football this season. The fact that they have no offensive first half touchdowns this season is is just... It's, it's 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 almost insane. Uh, if Daniel Jones, Mike, is afraid of taking another hit, he might as well sit out the rest of the season because right now this offensive line can't protect him. So I'm not going to go too hard on Daniel Jones. Evan Neal can't block people on Twitter. He's just that bad. He's just been that <laughs> terrible on the football field. Oh, Smith is hurt. Andrew Thomas is. is hurt all the time. Saquon Barkley is the best availability. His availability, he's never available. Uh, I understand he's a good workhorse. He's a great back yeah. when he's on the football field. But the worst thing, and Michael, I'm going to ask you this question. Could the worst thing, like you just mentioned, could the worst thing to happen to the Giants is that they had some semblance of success last season and won a playoff game and they gave them these expectations, and they weren't in a position to draft a good young quarterback. So they had to pay a Daniel Jones because, once again, we only got so many good quarterbacks in the league, and Daniel Jones is, okay, serviceable. So they had to give him the money at the time or whatnot. So was last season's success the worst thing that could actually happen to this Giants team moving forward? Uh, See, Connor, I'll give you that one. Uh, I'm going to answer it, then uh, then I want you to answer it. That would be the final word. But really – if you're Joe Shane and and Brian Dayball, you came as a package deal. You got a five-year contract, I believe. So you mm-hmm. understand what's happened with the Giants. I would be, I, I know if I'm in the first year and I feel like it's a rebuilding situation, which they did. They thought it was rebuilding. They, I think they surprised themselves by getting to the playoffs. I'm in ownership's ear constantly saying, hey, I know you're enjoying this right now, but when I need to make some controversial yep. moves 
after the season, understand that I see the big picture and we're not championship level yet. We've had some breaks mm -hmm. go our way. We're not a championship level football team. Just keep that in mind. Don't don't start talking about putting my coach on the hot seat. If we go, we dip a year or two or putting me on the mm -hmm. hot seat. I just want to let you know, Connor, I think if they were in, if they're honest with themselves, they had to know last year was just an aberration. Yeah, absolutely. It was a down year for the NFC. The credit to Brian Dable. He did a great <laughs> coaching job with not a lot that year. There's no denying that. And Joe Shane made some nice bridge moves. They signed a couple one year deals on players. They were trying to get out of cap hell. They were trying to really figure this entire thing out. So they made some low market moves that made them uh, serviceable in a lot of areas that they weren't. But then that's the problem. You have success, and do you want to double down into that next year, which kind of screws up your entire timeline as an organization? And they gave Daniel Jones guaranteed money beyond one year. We're kind of seeing how that's going. We're seeing an offensive line that just hasn't figured it out. I mean, when you look at the Saquon extension, that's not really an extension. It's just a little bit more money on the franchise tag. They're not tied to his money long term. But yeah, it feels like the Giants had success when they weren't supposed to. It cranked up expectations from a three to an eight or nine, and mm -hmm. it was going to be impossible to meet those. And now it sounds crazy, but the best thing for the Giants is actually going in the tank this season and getting one of these high-end quarterbacks that you can restart this entire timeline with. And I know Daniel Jones will be on the team no matter what next year, mm -hmm. but the Giants mm -hmm. don't want to be stuck into a situation that we've kind of seen with teams like the Commanders. Mm -hmm. They're just treading water every year around, what, seven or eight wins, and they can never actually hit the real reset button. You don't want to be there either. Nope. Connor, appreciate it. Uh, always good talking football with you, my friend. Yes. And uh, we will catch up with you soon. Ooh, talking about the Giants and Patriots. Used to be like the Giants. Super Bowls. Mm. It's been a long time mm. since a Super Bowl win, Mike Hill. Ooh, those were the days. Who's going to get back there first? And we were there. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I won't let my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis symptoms define me. Emerge as you. In two clinical studies, Trimphia guselcumab, taken by injection, provided 90% clearer skin at 16 weeks in 7 out of 10 adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. In a study, nearly 7 out of 10 patients with 90% clearer skin at 16 weeks were still clearer at 5 years. At 1 year and thereafter, patients and healthcare providers knew that Trimphia was being used. This may have increased results. Results may vary. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Trimphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at Tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. 
Three great words. Free fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Bell one time on Fridays at participating McDonald's through 12-31-24. Excludes tax must update to rewards. The uh, annual GM survey came out today, and the Warriors got no love for championship possibility. How do you like that? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no difference. Being a non-favorite, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, it never did anything for me when people picked us and doesn't do anything for me that they don't. So it's uh, it's just stuff, interesting stuff for fans to read, but, you know, nothing that's helpful or harmful to us and definitely not any bulletin board material. You know, I'm not posting that on the locker room wall. No GMs picked us to win the title. How does that make you feel, fellas? I don't know. I don't think anybody cares. That's funny, isn't it? That's funny. Yeah. No GMs yeah. picked you to win it. No. So, uh, listen, that's Steve Kerr talking about this NBA general <laughs> manager's survey. And I, I, mm-hmm. it, it's interesting to me. He's right. It's, it's good for us to talk about. It's some good fodder. We can go, we can pick through it, we can agree, disagree, scratch our heads. Uh, but yeah, as, as I said there, look, there are some teams that got a lot of love, and there are some teams like the Warriors that didn't. First of all, Mike, I don't know how you feel about it, and I think the Warriors are still legitimate championship contenders. I do. Uh, yeah. Do you look at them as, as contenders? Because the GMs don't seem to think so. Absolutely. I mean, and, and I agree with Steve Kerr. Nobody, you know, at the end of the day, I don't, he's not going to put, they've won championships. I mean, they, they expect to be there when it all matters. They brought in Chris Paul, the only person who should be fired up and be motivated for this season on that team outside of obviously the superstars is Chris Paul. Cause Chris Paul's never been there. Chris Paul's been to the NBA finals, but he's never won that championship. So this is his final chance in my opinion to get that chip yeah. and he's with the team. Now we right. got to see how they mesh together with Steph and, and clay and Draymond and all the crew is back and, you know, expect big things out of Wiggins if he can stay healthy or whatnot. But I don't think this is any kind of motivating factor for a golden state warriors team that has been the premier basketball team over the last seven or eight, even 10 seasons, or whatnot, since the, uh, the splash brothers been together, but who would, I mean, you think about what the Boston Celtics have done in the offseason, what Milwaukee did this offseason, and what other teams are going to be doing in the Western Conference. Of course, the Clippers, if they can stay healthy, and even in the Phoenix Suns with Bradley Beal uh, coming over there, there are going to be a lot of teams. Oh, did I forget the champion Denver Nuggets? I mean, so yes, it's you easy did. to get And a lot of people do. The GMs yeah, it's, it's, it's easy to get caught up in missing out uh, on, on teams like that or whatnot. But at the same time, man, Golden State knows at the end of the day, they just got to do their talking on the basketball court. Let me tell you what, Mike. Yes, it will be a motivating factor for the Golden State Warriors. See, both okay. things are true. I don't think Steve Kerr is not going to post that on the wall. He's not going to mention it, but players know about it. So, like, great. This is what great players do. They just like take out anything. They take out any kind of appear, any shade, mm. perceptions, perception of shade, appearance of shade, and they just hold on to it, and it will come out. If the Warriors win a championship, if Steph comes up with his fifth title. This is coming up in June. He'll mention it. It's somehow they'll post about it. I'm telling you, yeah. it's coming up. And I don't know if it's motivating to Steve Kerr uh, that he was not the top coach, the top coach across the board. Listen, if you're looking for a coach, yeah. uh, according to the GMs, they're all looking for the same guy. 
Yeah. And it's that guy, yeah. number one on the list. He's, Eric he's Spolstra, best head coach, best motivator, best schemes, best this, best that. Eric Spolstra. It's like, you know, one of those nights at, at the Grammys or Oscars where you keep, he keep coming up onto the stage. He's called up mm-hmm. onto the stage so much, he doesn't even have a speech. He doesn't have enough speeches for appearances and the hardware that he's getting. I know this, Mike. I sure would like to be his agent because, because if he's you know this he's well regarded. <laughs> yeah, oh, not only that, I want to go to uh, Pat Riley and, and that whole, and, and everybody in Miami and just tear up the contract and be like, what's up with that new deal, though? I know Monty Monty got a new deal. Monty got a new deal. I know Pop Pop Mm -hmm. got a new deal. How about your boy? You you said it's well-deserved, though. You think it well-deserved? It It, is very well-deserved. And of all the GMs, if 75% of the GM says he's the best coach in the NBA, you know he's going to have a job. So that means, like, okay, well, Pat, if you don't appreciate what I've been able to do down here in Miami when I've won championships and I've been able to take my teams to the NBA Finals with – Jimmy Butler as my star. No disrespect to Jimmy Butler, who's a superstar, but I'm talking about he ain't one of those top five players in the NBA. But I build right. around Jimmy Butler and that tenacity and that grit or whatnot. Eric Spoelstra is not only a great coach right now, the best coach going right now. Eric Spoelstra is a top five coach of all time, in my opinion. He really is. Because I'm talking about coaching. Wow. I'm talking about X's yeah, and O's. Sure. I'm talking about putting the team together. There has not been, I can think of, outside, I think Larry Brown is up there. A coach that has done more with less than Eric Spoelstra. I know he, you know, with uh, with D Wade and all those, you know, and that, and that 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 crew. I get that, but I'm talking about recently. Every year, Miami is right there when nobody expects them to be there. So yeah, I I, I love that Eric Spoelstra is getting the the credit he deserves, and it goes back to the whole Bill Belichick thing. It, to me, good coaches do when they're not expected to do it because they don't have the players around them, superstar players. Now, my exception is Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson has had some superstar players, but what did those superstar players win without Phil Jackson? And that's why that's why I give Phil Jackson a lot of love because when they go somewhere yeah, yeah, else, yeah. I know Shaq won a couple of titles outside. He won a title in Miami without him, but Michael never won without Phil. Scotty didn't win without Phil. Kobe didn't win without Phil, and Shaq won one title with D Wade and with another great head coach in Pat Riley. So I think you're right, Mike. I think the job for any any head coach, this is how you measure a head coach. Do they maximize the talent? Now, I'm not saying do you win a bunch of championships. Like, if you don't have championship talent, if you maximize the talent that you have, I think mm-hmm. that's great coaching. So sometimes in the NBA, maximizing your talent gets you to 47 and 35, and sometimes maximizing your talent gets you to 65 and 17 in, in the NBA championship. But I've seen enough of Eric Spolster where you're right. He always, the team doesn't underachieve. Mm-mm. The team doesn't because it, it does like and so some coaches like oh, man, what the hell is going on here? Why aren't you getting the most out of it? And you used to see some coaches where they have multiple seasons where the team mm-hmm. underachieves. That doesn't happen with Eric Spolstra. So we'll see though. We'll see a, who wins the championship. He, he got a motivated Jimmy Butler in his hairdo this season too. <laughs> I won't let my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis symptoms define me. Emerge as you. In two clinical studies, Trimphia guselcumab taken by injection provided 90% clear skin at 16 weeks in 7 out of 10 adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. In a study, nearly 7 out of 10 patients with 90% clear skin at 16 weeks were still clearer at 5 years. At 1 year and thereafter, patients and healthcare providers knew that Trimphia was being used. This may have increased results. Results may vary. 
Serious allergic reactions may occur. Trimvia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information at Tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. <laughs> Cowboys get beat down by the San Francisco 49ers. George Kittle wears a shirt that says F Dallas on it. Michael Parsons says, Oh, it's personal. <laughs> Debo Samuels comes out basically saying, Man, this our game, punk. You don't want that smoke. Debo. He said it might get Debo. worse next time. And I'm here to believe that. And what's up, Holly? What's up with Michael Parsons saying, now nah, it's personal? It wasn't personal the last couple of times they beat you. Why wasn't it personal? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Why? It should have been personal on Sunday night. That was a time for it to be personal. personal. Make it personal what are you then, about? all the time. Man, San Francisco has been there. Where y'all at, Cowboys? Don't mess with Cowboys That's and Debo, lesson. punk. <laughs> I won't let my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis symptoms define me. Emerge as you. In two clinical studies, Trimphia guselkumab, taken by injection, provided 90% clearer skin at 16 weeks in 7 out of 10 adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. In a study, nearly 7 out of 10 patients with 90% clearer skin at 16 weeks were still clearer at 5 years. At one year and thereafter, patients and healthcare providers knew that Trimphia was being used. This may have increased results. Results may vary. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Trimphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at Tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. Three great words. Free Fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Valid one time on Friday. Participating McDonald's through 12 31 excludes tax must opt in rewards.